Please don't crash it. Hello and welcome to Motor Cult episode 30. I am Eric Berger. Joined as always is my co-host Ryan Snitsky. Hi. I feel like Corey's going to crash my van. Uh, well, he might use second gear. Yeah, well that's fine because I got a warranty. Um, anyway, hi. Hello there. Hi, this Ryan. This is Ryan. Um, yes, this is episode 30 of Motor Cult. Uh, I have a beer. Burger has a I have water. I have a seltzer water. A hard seltzer, but uh, I still Yeah, care. it is more percentage alcohol in it than the beer you're drinking, which is terrifying because it tastes like seltzer water. And you're going to be driving a, literally across the Twin Cities to go equally as far away in the opposite side. Yes. Okay. Well, you are going to have white and black license plates that start with a W. Uh, hey. For next week. No, I, <laughs> I have substantial weight, and we've been here for many hours. It will be fine. That's true. You are this fine. is my third drink. I've been here four hours. All right, anyway, um, I'm going to open this up. I got a Bell's Oberon. I thought there were two in the refrigerator, but there is one, so well, I'm let sorry. let me crank up this here. Uh... Okay. Uh... Ooh, that's, it sounds very Oberon-y. Yeah, so... Uh, I've already opened mine, so you can't hear it. Bell's Oberon is... It's a weed ale. It's one of those beers that I've always said, oh, that's a good beer. I should get one, and then I get something else. <laughs> <laughs> Ober- yeah, I kind of right there with you. I'm like, oh, I love Oberon. And I'm like, yeah, it's just a lot more than the beer that's almost as good and it's, is way cheaper. It's exactly like... I don't Castle- know who bought this. I think Scott did yeah. when he, last time he was here. Yeah, but anyway, Scott um, bought it. it uh, the Bell's <laughs> Oberon is... It, it's kind of like... It, it's the um, Castle Danger Cream Ale effect. Hmm. Where it's really good. It's like the perfect beer, but it's... That beer is exquisite. I just had it on tap again yesterday somewhere, and I'm just like... It's just one of those things where it's just like, eh, I just, it, like, just stop making beer. I'm like, you're done. You got yeah, it. They made the perfect You got it figured beer. out. And I'm drinking, yeah, the uh, Ruby Grapefruit variety of White Claw, which is a hard seltzer water. And this is actually really good. I was duped into buying this at the liquor store because the, uh, the sample lady that worked for White Claw was there with a table giving samples out, and she was very attractive. Ah, that's why you bought it. Yes. So and yeah, actually, it's totally fine. This tastes delicious. It's like a slightly hoppier wheat ale. It's not hoppy at all. It's totally got an IBU somewhere in the twenties, so it's fine. This is an IBU in the zeros. Yeah, there you um, go. It is. Uh, it tastes like a uh, sparkling water that has some grapefruit flavoring. Yes. So we have no guest. Today, we don't. But which is actually kind of. You know what I'm doing later today is I'm going to Cars and Crafts. Uh, that drive. I'm gonna try. What yeah, time does that start? I don't know, like eight or something. I should probably just take a break and come out anyway. You probably should. You don't want to hurt yourself. Any more distractions? Um, you do, and they have beer, and I know they do. This is driver reserve spot or no? No, you don't. Fuck. But well, if I care then we. Well, no. I mean, people come and go all the time. By the end of the night, they always have spots. That's um, not true. That didn't happen last time. We were there. We were not even say like two hours. Well, I mean, they'll have it by the. Uh, I'm sure you can get a spot. Just like lay down in a spot and then text me and be like, yo. I'll talk to Nuke and I'll get you a spot. How about that? Fine. Um, <laughs> I haven't met him yet. I'd like to. Oh yeah, dude, Nuke's awesome. I love him. I'm sure um, he is. Anyway, uh, that is happening this evening. It is okay. second to the Pazaluna secret meet for uh, best which show of the is year. Like, it's in Ohio in August. Yes, that one. That one. Uh, <laughs> You know what's happening next week, though, is the Goodwood Festival of Speed. I'm very excited about which, this. Which, for our listeners, is this weekend. Because this, <laughs> be dropping this on drops Wednesday. on Wednesday. Yep. Yeah. So it'll be this weekend, Goodwood Festival of Speed. Um, if you've never heard of Goodwood, it is the 
Wake up. Same kind of thing as Concourse d'Elegance, but instead of sitting at a golf course, these cars are being hooned at 10 tenths up the best driveway in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, a lot of them are very old vehicles. Yes, they're a lot of pre-war. I'm so proud of us for not using that goddamn bell the entire episode 29. I'm going to have to fix that this episode. Well, you can't fix it. It happened. Or it didn't happen, for that matter. That was pretty good. I, what, what kind of car are you excited to see at the Goodwood Festival? You know, I haven't looked into the list of what's going on. I do genuinely enjoy like ancient shit that just should be in a museum. That's basically getting wheeled super duper hard. My favorite car that usually comes out to that is the Duroc 200 horsepower land speed record car, which is literally a 200 horsepower like airplane Anything engine. Anything that was made in the 19 teens and is built on a fire truck chassis and has an aerospace engine in it. That's pretty much what I want to see. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. The it's things that have the side chain drive in one wheel. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. Yeah. 200 horsepower goes to the rear end. Does it have like 7,000 foot-pounds of torque? Yeah. Like is it some, like 30 like liters? Legitimately, it's something like that. Yeah, it's like insane. Like it's, I think it's a 20 liter. But um, Is that like the uh, what a Top Gear they had it a long time ago? The, the UK one. Oh, they had yeah. The, the Brutus? The, they had the Brutus versus whatever the English the one Bentley. was. Yeah, the Bentley. That yeah. was really cool. The blower. No, th- this one has no body on it, though. It is an engine with a seat and a steering wheel and doesn't even have a Speedo or a tack. See, I appreciate that because of how much of a man, well, not necessarily how much of a man in this day and age, but like how big a balls you have to have <laughs> to drive something like that. Like, how. If he crashes that, he will die. Like, like, he has. The seat, if you look at the seat on the yeah. Rock 200 horsepower, Dude, it's it literally makes a, a tractor look like a fucking Prius. It's literally a, like it's a love seat out of a hotel put onto a chassis. Anyway, wow, um, that is a hell of a thing. This Patreon topic, let's just uh, <laughs> let's just get onto that. Sure. Uh, let me actually open this back up here. All right. So uh, this is actually one that was put <sighs> in. Take forever. I know it was put you. in like six months ago. I'll try to keep it brief. I'm sorry. It was put in six months ago, and I just want to get through it. And unfortunately, we're kind of going to take a little bit less stuff after this just because it's going to take some time. I think, how about this? Let's come back to this one as a more major thing. Let's just do like a little bit of this. Let's just say, hey, go through our entire car histories. What are our, say, three favorites? And then we can come so back. Do you want to like do an episode just on our car histories in the I future? I think it, it might be worth it. I think we might need yours, to. Yours is literally over 100 cars. Mine's bad. Oh. It's not, but it's close. Um, Mine, yeah, that's fine. I'll, mine's in the 20s. So What I won't... What I'll do is probably the three most significant cars. Yeah. I'm not going to pick that. favorites. So my three most significant cars are going to be my 1987 Mercedes 190D Turbo. So my yep. 2.5 liter OM602961. Super rare. Yes. 87 only turbo diesel Mercedes 190D. I loved that car. That thing got me so into cars. It got me so into wrenching. That was, it was pre so BMW. Fun, yeah. Awesome car. That was loved a great it. Loved car, it. Loved yeah. it. I remember. I remember going down to like Mankato and like picking up a parts car out of like a really clapped out that silver like, parts car. Yeah, that really clapped out one with like an AMG body kit on it. Yep. Recaro interior. But I got springs. I got the Avant car grill. I got a bunch of good parts. Yeah, out the of that Euro car. headlights. Like yeah, you yep. got like it, you made your money back for that, and you. It, Definitely made you c- come in right side up on the exactly. selling of the one ninety D sports too. Yeah, yeah, like, that's it had really brand tight. new factory seats in it too. I remember yeah. they still had parts department tags on. Do you remember we found like a tampon in that thing? Yeah, so like, hilarious. Yeah, really gross. It's Mankato. Yeah, <laughs> that's how long Ryan and I have known each other. Yeah, this, this was, was legit ten years ago. Yeah, this was. This and was, uh, I think significant car number two for me was the that was that was during the the Bush administration still. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's how that long was, it was. That was 08. Yeah. Uh, 
Or well, maybe 07. 07. Might have been yeah, 07. It was 07. Um, so there's that. The H50 is my number two. Because that was significant. Car. That, that, was, that was my first ever like legitimately nice car, which is behind Not only you. that, I'm pretty sure you, to get most of that, the 190D and the the trading up after that got you that car. The, <laughs> it's a long story. Um, it kind of. It was the 190D in conjunction with I had a green 95 M3 I bought for 1100 bucks. needed a motor, put a motor in it, traded that for a non-running Mark V GTI, mm-hmm. which at the time was a pretty new car. Yeah. Bought a motor for it, sold the car with the motor for like eight and a half grand, which was a huge, huge uh, profit. And then yeah. I got like 3500 for the Mercedes. And then I could barely squeeze that with my savings into the 850. Yep. And then you got that car. But I mean, it's still, <laughs> I think you, you had that like, I don't think you were 21 yet. When you, no, the time you got I that. was, yeah. uh, I might've been 19. I might've been 18. So basically, essentially from just trading yeah. Of cars yeah. for what is really like maybe like a five grand investment. Yeah, you got yourself five grand your dream car before you were Dude. able to legally drink. That's yeah. pretty I mean, cool. That, that thing is still every time I drive it, I'm like, this is like the best car I have to drive. Yeah, like it's super cool. I've had it forever. Just, I know. It, what it, is it um, never breaks? No, never ever breaks. It goes out start. It starts every time, no problem. The V12 is super reliable and it's a six speed, so it doesn't have trans issues. So I, I don't want to elaborate too much. We'll save What's that for the episode. What's your third car? Number three is the Ferrari. The Ferrari, yeah. The dream, your dream car. Yeah. Like actual, actual I dream car. I feel really, really dirty leaving the E30 M3 out of this because that thing was like... That was really cool. And I think that would... If we were doing top five, that would definitely fit in yours. Yeah. But I think the 355 is still more significant for me. I think for for me... Yeah. Um, My number one, I'm going to say, is my 91 Civic. Okay. I still have. It's is that my that parents teal one? The teal one, yeah. Because yep. that's the one... It wasn't my first car. But that was the first one where I actually did a lot of stuff to that. Like my first three engine swaps I did outside of the shit that you owned. <laughs> sure. Like Dropping the one my own, engine my on own my own my own personal yeah, exactly. <laughs> my own personal engine swaps. My first three were done in that car. Okay. Uh, just a bunch of awesome shenanigans with it. I love that thing. And yeah. It's great. Um, I like the color a lot. It's Every a time great I drive color. By, it's like, actually it's a, and the wheels. Oh, so yeah, good. Dude, yeah, those uh, those wheels I picked up for it. it they've got uh, for Honda fans they're called CRX. Uh, buttons. However, if you know much about Hondas, almost every single CRX button is a 13 inch. This is an extremely rare 14. It was for 88 only on the CRX SI. So it's the only year you could get that particular wheel. Um, I've, right now I've got a D series uh, that I built that's going to be going to that car. I blew it up a few years ago after I'd gone with a uh, B18, uh, B90. You had a B series in that? Yeah. B series in it. It was pretty quick. Um, it's faster than the G, that's for sure. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was pretty quick, but it was, um, it, I blew it up like uh, within the weekend. So like after that, I just let it sit. Yes, those wheels. CRX buttons. Those are CRX buttons. Those are probably fantastic. 13s, but you know, whatever. You get the idea. Actually, uh, this might be the 14. No, that's a 14. It says a 14 right there. So that's actually the exact wheel. Um, there you but, go. Yeah, very rare wheels. Um, I love how it is stamped on the outside. Yeah, dude, it's a factory wheel. Nobody cares. But. I really want to... I do love those wheels. I'm totally going to get mine cleaned up and get the... I wish they made those in five bolts. I can put them on the turbo element. That'd be perfect. (laughs) Actually, I got a fifth one of those that I found on Craigslist for free that I'm using as a spare tire now. (laughs) Very nice. I have all the CRX buttons. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that one's my number one. My number two, I'm going to say, is my first car. 
Okay. Kind of like with you. Was that the, Boris? Boris. Yep, yes. Boris Yeltsin, my 92. Well, I didn't touch on my first car. Yeah, well, I mean, well, this one was kind of important because this one did get me. It was a 92 Honda Accord. Before I had that, I had no idea what I was doing with cars. Mm-hmm. Even when I had that, I still had no idea. But um, it's those things where I thought, when, when I got that car, I thought the coolest car in the world was like an S13. Like that was because I, I didn't know much about cars. I'm like, how can you have anything cooler than S13? You can't. Um, then I got my Accord. I'm like, oh, Hondas are actually really dope. Um, about that, I had zero money, but I wanted to make it faster. Um, so that's when you painted the underside of the hood, or mm, no? I did paint an awesome Japanese flag underside the hood, which became a big thing five years later. I assume it's because people saw my cool hood. Probably. Um, no, I just had that is you know, the teenager had no money. I just I, I couldn't make it that fast, so I did what I could. Um straight pipe exhaust. Uh, I thought it had a twin loop muffler. It eventually did, because the straight pipe was horrible. Mm. Uh which eventually, yes, had a Mugen style knockoff eBay twin loop. Uh, the only eBay part I've ever bought in my life. Oh, I buy uh, all the time. And then uh, I had a Megan Racing uh four two one uh header on it. And nice. actually, I was able, and I completely gutted it out entirely. I remember for, that for white savings. Um, deleted the AC, actually pulled the compressor out and everything after I had removed the lines and freonded your driveway. But uh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, no, but I actually did. I, I, I did everything <laughs> I could to make that as light as possible. I mean, it it honked pretty good for what it was. It when I first got it, it ran a seventeen three for a quarter mile time. By the time I was done with it, I was down to. I think six, no, it was fifteen nine or sixteen wow. one. Like I actually got it, but I, I got guess, it down. Yeah. Like it was, I, I was able to cut a lot of time out I of it. How fast you can make an element with weight savings? Very. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think my then my number three. Um, that one's gonna be a little bit tougher. I'm probably gonna have to say my either my MR two uh, or. I think the MR2 would probably okay. be it. Right. Maybe the Super. Again, we'll, we'll dig into all these. While yeah, there's there's a lot going on, but it. I think the MR2 would be it, just because that was uh, my first like reliable classic Japanese car I had that like wasn't a, a semi modern Honda. Like sure. my first like real old school Japanese car sure. that I really loved. My W11 and uh, that is a cool car. I bought that for 500 bucks, and uh, I think I put like 150 into it over the time I owned it. A running, driving $500 AW11 does not exist anymore. No, it so. does not. I <laughs> feel like an idiot for having sold it, but it, it was probably a better thing uh, because in my ownership at that point in time, not having a, a garage, that car would have rusted into the earth. So <laughs> it's a good thing. So, yeah, that, that's kind of our thing. Probably um, true. So the reason why we're kind of glancing over this Patreon question is we do have one big-ass topic here, and that is the Bring a Trailer Challenge. Yes. So... <clears throat> it's kind of like how uh, if you ever watch like the NBC After Drive show from NBC Drive, yeah, um, they do these things where it's like the five hundred dollar or not five hundred, the five thousand, hundred thousand, you know, the blank challenge. I wanted to do that with us because I think it'd be kind of interesting. Sure. Um, and you picked. I mean, we talked about this a while ago, but uh, we were kind of going back and forth on the dollar amount. So kind of go over what would dollar so, yeah, we're aiming for. And I picked. What it means. I picked fifty thousand dollars because under fifty thousand dollars, you can get really any like affordable classic car that you want yeah and if i said like 55 you're starting to get into the range of cars that are a little bit less realistic like e30 m3s where they're 
kind of like blowing up in price. Mm-hmm. A lot of Supras are kind of falling in that price for Mark IVs. So a lot of cars that we would obviously default to. $50,000 kind of leaves that out. So really it's $40,000 or the $40,000 range and below. Um, okay. And now when we're doing this, you know, we want, there has to be a precedence for the price. Uh, I want to find one in light condition that's sold within the same price range. Explain my choice. So uh, on my list, I actually had two things I didn't do. First off, I did not want to do any JDM imports. Wow. Okay. And the, re- <laughs> the reason for that is because I don't know the way that they've been imported, there's so many shady people that are importing cars. Sure. I can't be sure. I'm actually looking at in real life, um, looking at a nineteen ninety or nineteen yeah, nineteen ninety Honda today that was imported. Oh yeah, you were showing me that. I, that, that one's kinda <laughs> cool. So I, I'm I'm watching that in Branch right now. That one might be something where it's worth. If I can get that for like four grand, I will totally do it. Um and then uh, there are also no BMWs or Mercedes on my list because every single BMW I got that Mercedes covered. yeah. Every single BMW and Mercedes on my list would have eaten up my entire Oddly, list. Oddly, my list does not have a BMW on it. Weird. I already own all those. So all fine. the ones that you want, yeah. Yep. So um, I'm going to start with mine. Uh, Bert, if you want to bring up my first link here. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm futzing through shit here. Turn sure, that's on. fine. My first car to choose would be a Z31 uh, 300ZX, but I have to specify it had have to be a Zinke, so a pre-facelift. Uh, you want a Zenki, not a Kuki. Yeah, no, I want the I want the pre facelift. I love the pre facelift. The Kukis okay. look like they just look like a really big fat two forty. Okay. Um, I want to make sure it has to have a digital a digital dashboard. Of course it does with you. Well, yeah, duh. Um, has to be turbo, has to be manual, and has to be a two seater, not a two. You want an two. SR or a KA? What what what? They don't have. It's a Z thirty one. It's be a VG. wait. They had the same. Labels on them for Zenki and Kuki. Yeah, it's just an aftermarket term. I didn't know that. Yeah, Zenki it means original version. Kuki means second version. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm learning a lot today. So <laughs> bear with me. I I am about to pull your thing up here. Okay, cool. I wanted that one because okay, it's up. I wanted the the quintessential like '80s. Oh my god! Sports sports car. I think it's super clean. Yeah, ten grand. Yeah, dude. Like you get so much car for ten grand on one of those? That thing's a like, turbo all day long. Oh my God. Yeah, all day long. I don't like Z thirty ones, and that's cool. Um, wow, that I steering could, wheel's dreadfully terrible. That's a great steering wheel. I love it. Uh, uh, the it looks like a fucking Pioneer Hi Fi in the center console. <laughs> <laughs> but I would um, I, I would say that a twenty fifth anniversary edition would be prime. But those are kind of beginning to blow up, so they're getting closer to the fifteen thousand dollar range. Super clean, isn't that tight? Wow, look at all the spare parts. Yeah, it's super tight. Wow, um, okay. All right, and then the other one, the next one, would be another AW11 post facelift because that's the only one you can get with a supercharger. Yep, eighty eight or eighty nine. Yep. Wow. Yeah, eighty eight, eighty nine. Or no, they made them in eighty nine. Yep, they made them until eighty nine. I think in Japan that you actually had very early, like the first two months of like nineteen ninety, you had them. So my question on, I just pulled up your car here. It's on live now. Yeah. Um, can I pick a car that I know I can import and own for within a section of the budget that isn't on Bring a Trailer for that? Like what? Money? My third car was going to be a Peugeot two hundred five GTI one point six. I looked on for them on BAT. BAT, they're expensive. Yeah, they but are. they're all one nines. Yeah, that's true. And they're all LHD, and they're all twenty two grand. But like, I can get a sub ten grand one point six. I know I can. 
I would mention it, but I mean, since it's technically uh, the Bring a Trailer Challenge, damn it. I'm I'm gonna keep searching then. Um, but here's your car; it's up on the screen. Yeah, so they're so cool. I mean, we want to get '80s wedge shaped sports car. You know, and mine was so fun. I need to get another one, but I'd have to get one with a supercharger. I mean, I really like the NA. God, like the NA ones. numbers matching. Yeah, the NA. It's a terrible color. Great. I would honestly get that one just as an investment. Because I'm perfectly fine with the NA, but I'd want to get that for an in- investment. Wow, man. But yeah, you can get one of those for around 10K Clean now. Clean Supercharger AW11. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Honestly, I, I've looked a couple times for a clean Sunroof SW21 just because it's my first car. Yeah. Hard to find. Yeah, they're really hard to find. That's something that's some, like, you know what? I would get one. I would totally get one. Just sit on it because it's going to be going up in value. Um, yeah. Then my... My third car, because yeah. I actually got four cars. I, I really stretch this out because I'm into weird, cheap crap. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so far we spent twenty grand. Yeah, so this other one, this eats up about ha- uh, half of the budget. This would be a 911-930 flash blower. Oh, my non- God. That thing is so yellow. Non-turbo. I would totally get a non-turbo safety bumper. Uh, it's a slant nose. Slant nose. Look at that price. Twenty grand. That is shockingly reasonable. If you get one which, which is like modified and not original, not that collectible, you can afford a 930. Like 930s, a not turbo 930 is still kind well, of affordable. Well, it isn't a 930, but well, you know what I mean. Like it's that, got that body seats style in it too. Nice. Well, I'm saying that body style, so people on the podcast the can G- like picture it. G80 or whatever the hell yeah. they're called. Okay, but no, for a non-turbo, wow. like yeah, those that's a. That's Good a pretty car fair for price. That price, like that's awesome. That looks like a very expensive car. Yeah, and I, you know how I love that. How I love the uh, flat nose ones. The sl- yeah, the slant nose is flat nose are sick. Super rare. I since that one's a little bit leery on what's available, and they're kind of coming and going for what you can find. Yeah. Um, I would also replace that with a FC uh, RX seven Turbo two, in good condition. Okay. That would I would easily replace it with that. Those are completely interchangeable, interchangeable in my mind. Cars. Um, for like the value. <laughs> okay. Uh, in the last one. Yeah, I've got the cur- uh, Toyota Pick Corona open now. Yeah, the bottom sold con- for twenty eight hundred dollars. It was just silly. Those cars are worth. I want one of those so bad. They're just the coolest Toyotas. They were the first Toyota sports like sedan. Why do you not own one? It's twenty eight hundred dollars. Like I've forgotten that I have that laying around in parts of my house. Yeah, it's. I the only reason I don't own one is I've not been able to find a manual one. I keep finding automatics. One that one's manual. This one's a stick. Yeah. So three on the tree. Uh yeah. So uh, yeah, three on the, three on the tree. Yep. It's super cool. But they uh in Japan they had a version called the Toyota Corona 1600 GT, which yeah. had essentially the cylinder had off a 2000 GT, but in a four cylinder form, and put onto that block. And it made a hundred. I think it made like a hundred and twenty or hundred and thirty horsepower. It's pretty insane. Three-speed synchro mesh manual gearbox. Seller like, says it runs and drives well. Service you're like totally blown away by this car. <laughs> I cannot believe that sold for that little. Oh, dude, they always do. You can find you can find a Barracan Corona a RT40 all day long under t- under five grand. So I really want one. This is also one of the rare cars where I will say the sedan looks better than the coupe. They always do 100% of the time. Not really. Yes, all sedans look better than all coupes. No. Yeah. CA Accord. Look at the sedan and the coupe. I don't know anything about those. But like Acura in, Legend. In Germany. 
I guess in Germany, but this is the German sedans system. are always just way more butch. All right, moving on to mine. Yeah, tell me, tell me about yours. So I dumped them in the notes there, just so you can see them too. Uh, my first pick was a forty-one thousand mile nineteen ninety-six Mercedes C thirty-six AMG. I really like the C. You've been going AMG. on about this car for a while because it's a great car. It's a really nice car, and like this was a really nice, clean example for not that much money. It's also a car that you need to pick up ASAP because they are going up in value. I know if I could find one, you know, in driver condition for five, six grand, I would totally do it. But it, they're hard to find. It's one of those cars that's like it's a good car, but it's not like I would rather have this than a one ninety Cosworth. Hmm, I don't know about that. I, the body in the 190 E Cosworth is just so desirable. I just don't care. The C36 to me is just like it's that one year production. Where Super it was, cool. Everything was done right. And it just like it's got like the weird 90s two tone elements, and it's got like the best six cylinder Mercedes engine ever. And I'm sorry that I'm getting texts on the screen, but nobody can <laughs> really see that anyway because I've got the computer display up. But yeah, 276 horsepower, straight six, NA. That's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Well, and it's a, super I keep clean. thinking it's a V6, not a straight six. Straight six. Straight six it's does, an M104. Does make it a lot better. Gasket issues. It's just that's my first pick. So it's that sold for sixteen thousand dollars. I think that's a bargain. But well, again, not only that, you can buy it for sixteen grand. You know today. Yeah. And you know if you're not if you end up not being in love with it, sell it for twenty. Yeah. In that's the thing. Years. This car is not going to lose money moving forward. No, not at all. It's it's I I think it's the best W two hundred two. The C forty three doesn't do quite as much for me. I've owned one of those. It's a nice car, but I don't like that V eight as much. The uh they had a V eight in that body style. Ninety eight, ninety nine. That'd be kind of cool. The C forty three, I had one. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it's a nice car, but like the the paint got worse. Like they switched to water based paint. That was so. after they did the whole Chrysler garbage thing. Right. I mean, so. the 95 was like the tail end of like the still the good Mercedes. So, yeah. my, my second pick, 93 Mercedes. Again, a Benz. I'm kind of going back to my roots here. Yeah, uh, you are. A GD300. A so diesel Galan. A W462. I think maybe it's an early 463. Oh, is, is that a gas? It's, no, it's a, it's a diesel manual five speed. But it's. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. W is a chassis. So I think this thing's a yeah. It's a it's an OM603. Yeah, OM603 turbo. Okay. I think it's a turbo. Maybe it's not. Nope. It is non-turbo. Perfect. Three liter NA diesel with a five-speed manual. But the thing has it's got a reasonable '90s Mercedes interior. It looks like a modern G-Class on the outside. It's really clean and it's sold for twenty-six. I love the interior on it. Yeah. No, that thing is great. So I would totally do that. It's even left-hand drive. So at that point, I'm up to about forty grand, And this is where I asked my last question. So I'm going to pull up a listing for a 205 GTI 1.9 LHD just to put it on the screen. That's way too much money. Um, but I can get a 1.6, maybe even a 1.9 right-hand drive for this kind of money. So I think I'm going to use that to fill out the last 10 grand of my budget. I'm breaking the rules. I don't really care. I can totally do all three of these for under fifty grand. Yeah, I mean, that the Peugeot. I'm, I'll give it to you just to mention. But I mean, yeah, you can you, you can find them on BAT, I guess. You can't. So. I just there wasn't like a clickable thing for all two hundred fives. That's true. So like, I just Googled it, and this was the only one that showed up. So there you um, go. All right. So th so that's your list. That's my list. Yeah, that, that, that's a pretty solid list. I like that. I was actually expecting you to just do like one really awesome car. But you I thought about doing like a, yeah, something like a Porsche or a, a, an M car or something like that. But 
Yeah, and uh, there's a couple of cars that like, just barely didn't make the cut for me. <laughs> yeah, um, no, it's a tough question, actually. Kind it of really like is. This, so that's, I hope we keep doing this. Yeah, that's that's. I'll like, spend a little more time on my list next time, but. Yeah, but I mean that that's kind of the thing. It's like that's how that's how I like doing this because like it's it's really like interesting like what you'll get and yeah. and maybe we can do it with a guest sometime. Yeah, um, we probably have to prompt them ahead of time, but that's usually not a problem. We book them more than a week in advance. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, we're doing. Uh, you are. Uh, getting blown up about doing a transmission swap and uh I were I think we should do the World Cup of cars sure. real quick. That's fine. Um so it's just a calendar reminder. Okay, cool. My computer is frozen at the moment. Well, we're doing Sweden yeah, versus I can Korea. Still see Sweden versus Korea is the first one. Um Sweden, you can have like a Koenigsegg whatever. Yep. Like any Koenigsegg. Um then Volvo made some cool cars, the 480, the 780, and they the made a bunch of cool stuff. I want to bring up the 480 because nobody knows what that is, and it's really cool looking. So I highly recommend looking it up. That's a coin exactly. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, uh, Volvo what? Volvo 480. I think we did like a Volvo episode, honestly, because they did like the Amazon, they did the V70R6B, they did a bunch of cool stuff. Maybe a Swedish car episode to recover. Yes, and stuff. that is so cool. Look at that. That looks like a Riata wagon. With flip-up headlights that work. Like, all right, you know the Lotus Elite? The car yeah. where they took every oh. single design cue that I like and How put them together. How could I forget? They put them together in the worst possible configuration. This is the polar opposite. It is everything that an Elite is, but it's perfect. <laughs> the only thing I'm not... Not jazzed about this front wheel drive, but it's also a hot hatch, so it's like who cares? I um, love how the Volvo signature cross thing in the grill is still is, there. It's there, but it's at the bottom below it's the bumper. So cool! I love it. I would totally import one of those. I just keep forgetting that they exist. Um, <laughs> I've never even seen that before. I have also noted the 780 Bertone Coupe, which is like the sexiest. Yeah, the sexiest Volvo Bertone Coupe, and then the 240s of all. 242 personally to me would be my favorite but i mean take your pick they're all great the 240 wagon is great also the volvo 240 has a really amazing racing pedigree despite being like the least performance oriented car ever um yes look at that Breton cube oh that weren't those all beautiful. automatic uh no you could get a manual nice i had to look that up it they came with i think uh the delorean oh. v6 Oh get, yeah, you're right. They you did. get a four-speed <laughs> with electronic overdrive. Um, oh, so that that one's kind of cool. Icky, icky, icky. Um, cool. But, yeah, and then but you have icky. the 240, where the 240 is just like the quintessential. Yeah, everyone car. knows about the 240. Um, and that will be competing against Korea. All right, I'll get back on the gargler. <laughs> with the Allum Spira. Spell it out for me. O L L I U M. S in space. S P. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. S P I R R A. I'm really glad I asked you to spell that out because that is not at all what I. Yeah, you would you would never imagine that it was a South Korean uh, like sports car, quasi supercar, I guess. It's loading. Yeah, uh, it used a Hyundai Theta V6 out of like a Genesis, or I guess technically, I think that engine was also in like a Sorento. Um. But that that one would be kind of their competitor to the. Oh, Koenigsegg. this is a much more modern car than I thought. Yeah, no, it's actually really like I'm modern. If I went out of color, where you can actually kind of see what's going on. It's a really, it's actually it, a pretty car. It's loading. It's give it yeah. a minute. 
it's actually a really pretty car. Um, but then if we decide to go, there it is. Yeah, it's it's a very aesthetically pre, uh, pleasing car, and I think as far as uh, Korean design, that one's probably the best that they ever got. Um, yeah, I've never even I've never even seen that. Yeah, and then for competing against the normal Volvos, I would say a pre facelift first generation Hyundai Tiburon. 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 I'm Sorry. not even pulling up a picture. Everyone knows what a Tib looks like. No, no, not the first gen. Cause the first gen was not the one that looks like spiders. The one that the the very very first generation. I'm talking one. like the '97. The '96, '97, yeah, yeah. Not the '98 through 2001. Everyone knows what a first gen Tiburon. Looks okay, like. so is that one or a second generation Hyundai Sonata, which was designed by Giorgetto Zajaro. Second gen was what year range? Got probably got nineteen ninety Hyundai Tiburon. Oh, Sonata. Yeah, Hyundai yeah. Sonata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen those. Yeah, they they are. Imagine a sedan. Okay, that one. Um, <laughs> it looks like an old like eighties Maxima or something. Basically, yeah. Anyway, the reason I chose those two is they both came with manual transmissions, and they both had a four G sixty three in them. Yeah, I remember the the MotorWeek uh, retro review. They yeah, did that. so they had the 4G63. Um, was not turbo, but that actually had a better flowing cylinder head. Whoops, that was me. That had a better flowing cylinder head than you could get on the um, than on the Eclipse at the time. So that actually is probably worth noting. Uh, everything junk made your, well. You're not going to find one in a junkyard. Yeah. they're all gone. Every single one I've seen one in my life, like owned by a little old lady. That is single cam. But yeah, look how normal that car is. Like, that is the most regular, regular car. Like, Hyundai's like, hey. Thank you, Shajaro. Yeah, Hyundai is like, yo, we need a car. Let's get an I, Italian designer to it's, design it's a car. It's loading again. This I got to <laughs> figure out the Wi-Fi here. We're working on it with the association, but it's it's not good. So what are we saying is the best Swedish car? Yes, the look at this. The best Swedish car? Ah... Uh, is it going to be the Koenigsegg like, or well, like the Koenigsegg is cool, but like, uh, okay, yeah, it's probably like the Koenigsegg Agera or like the Regera or something like that. But like, but I, like I want a V seventy R six speed. All right, then that that's another good one. So I think with these countries that have made Basque. for these countries that have made amazing cars, yeah, we should let them switch cars, you know, between from match to match. Because I don't want everything. I don't want all of Germany's laurels to rest upon one single wagon. Mr. Wags is the best German car. Okay, but I mean, like, or I guess another example is like, I don't want all of Sweden's laurels to rest solely upon a Koenigsegg Agrera. Agera. Agera. Or Regera. Regera. I the don't care club. what it's it actually kind of cool. That car. I, I no. I mean, I don't care about the name. Like, it, it's it's a cool Koenigsegg. But it's still a cool car. But like, it, it doesn't have a transmission. It has a gas engine and just a torque converter with direct drive. That's really cool. And it has electric motors that take up the slack between when the torque converter can lock. That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> it's actually really fucking badass. Like the parasitic loss on that drivetrain is like ten percent lower than it is with a car with a transmission. That's really awesome. <laughs> Christian actually. von Koenigsegg is amazing. Hey, Christian, if you're listening, if you'd like to come on the Motor Kelp podcast, please come. I highly recommend that. I would maybe even pay, I would definitely pay your airfare. I would also say uh, Giorgetto Giacharo is a lot. Giacharo, yeah, that'd be um, cool. Because he's designed everything that I love. And uh, I think it's safe to say that Sweden won this one because it's it's really hard to say 
that a South Korea anything made in South Korea can even compete with anything made by Volo it or Koenigsegg. Just can't. It can't. No. Yeah, it really can't. So we love South Korea for the record. Uh, yes, in South Korea they they make cool cars. They do. But I mean, like, I'm not gonna fool myself into saying like some of my favorite cars. Like, I love a Subaru E82. I'm never going to say that Subaru E82 is the best <laughs> car in the world because I know it is not. <laughs> yeah, that would just be patently false. Yeah, so. it would just it would be a lie, and I don't want to lie to you. Oh um, so let's move on to the next round here. Okay. We got here uh, Belgium versus Panama. Wow, that's a hell of a thing. Yeah, you can't think of any cars from either, can you? No. Well, you have the Gillet Vertigo, which was a... Gillet or Gillette? I like saying gillet because it's more disgusting sounding, but I think it's Gillette. Yeah, it sounds like a part of a fish. It's a, ge- it's a Gillette, but gillet. Um, okay. A Gillette uh, Vertigo. That is basic. The line and short of it is essentially it's a very, wow. very pretty bodied Lotus 7 okay. with a Ferrari V8. It's a Gillette Vertigo, he said? Yeah. I should probably look G-I-L-L-E-T. Yeah, I know how to spell that part. All right. Uh, then Vertigo, V-E-R-T-I-G-O. I also know how to spell that part. But anyway, that car is really cool. Um, they are going to be competing against Panama's Super Replicas, which is uh. supposedly a company that can take any car you want and rebuild it and make you a replica of it for pennies on the dollar. Um, that sounds terrifying. Yeah, they're really shady. Like I, I linked a Jalopnik article to them because I had to do some serious... Look at that vertigo. That is amazing. I'm getting vertigo looking at that thing. It's got unnecessary flip-up headlights, which I love. But that's <laughs> one of the many different bodies that they had on it. It says they carbon had, on the side, so that's cool. Yeah, and they also had yeah, they're carbon fiber bodied and they also they have they have yeah. closed top versions that they I think they still make them. I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna take a hard pass on that one. You don't like that? I don't. It looks like a really awkward catfish. Well, they have other ones. Go look at the other ones that they made. That's like one particular <laughs> one. Uh, what, what about that black one, top right? That looks much better, but it doesn't look like it's based on a 7. It is. Okay. Essentially, it, uh, underneath all that, it's got the chassis based off of yeah, 7. Yeah, that looks a lot better. Yeah, so that that's a Gillette Vertigo. Um, so, yeah, there's that, and there's Panama, which is super out, uh, replicas, which more people have been ripped off. I don't think anybody's ever actually received a car from them. Huh. But I was really, <laughs> I was grasping at straws trying to find a car manufacturer from Panama. And that's the closest thing I could find. So Panama, default loss. They've um, got a canal. Yeah. I guess. Like, that's, you know. They don't make cars. <laughs> Fuck off, man. <clears throat> All right. So uh, we have Sweden one, Belgium one. Now it's Tunisia versus England. Um, Tunisia makes the Wally's car Aziz. The, the what? Wally's car. Spell it out. W A L L Y. S C A R space Aziz I Z I Z I Z I Z yeah company sorry countries that just shouldn't make it. oh wow that looks like a a Kia Sportage an Mixed early one Jeep. put on a Jeep Compass and then they also put like a bit of a What's the back end? Uh, no, that's that's Jeepster Commando on the back end for sure. 
It's super weird. Not it's like a modern Jeepster Commando with a compass front end put on like a Korean off-roader chassis. That's yeah, what that that's is. a good way to describe that. Yeah. Um, it, it's claim to fame. It it actually. What do you what do you think that scored on a crash test? D- did a co- did a notable country crash test it? Uh, yeah, uh, your the European your NCAP? yeah NCAP one crash star. Tested. You think one star? You think it got a zero? Can they do a zero? They can do a zero. zero. It got two. Wow. Yeah, it did twice as good as you originally thought. Two hundred percent improvement. Yes, nice. exactly. Uh, it not is not a good car. I mean, I love the license plate on this thing that says Wally's car. Wait, that's their name too. It's like <laughs> I'm blowing it up on the screen just so everyone can see it. It is there, Wally's car. That, that, that's their name. Is Wally's car. <laughs> I, Jesus, I really man. hope I really hope like they started out like building knockoff like Willys back in the, like the sixties or something. I've got a Wally's Jeep. <laughs> uh, so, what? All right, so that's the Tunisian car. Um, England, another country that needs its own episode. Um, yeah, I made a basic question because I could not choose. You said McLaren. Yeah, well, I, that is the correct answer. One so. other person said a McLaren. That's fine. I mean, that person's also correct, I guess. Everybody on Earth said the original Mini Cooper. What? Everybody. I think so. The McLaren F1 wins this one. I've muted Ryan's microphone. I've turned it back up now, but I've, all of them are muted when they're not in use. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so For the ev- record, Ryan leaned over to the guest microphone and tried to... <laughs> tried so to there were person. literally a hundred like votes for the original Mini Cooper. Jana, it, Jana and I both said... It is the most iconic car of yes. Britain. It is not the best car. Your question was best. Then there's also the Jaguar E-Type and every single Roadster ever. Yeah, it's great. It's not the best car. I also want to mention the MGB GT V8. That's just not... No. It's got an aluminum 3.5 V8. I just don't care. It was a stolen Cadillac design. Okay, so... No, Oldsmobile. Licensed, whatever. Old mo- yeah. Licensed Oldsmobile design. Cool engine. Sure, the Rover V8's great. Yeah, I don't care. It's a McLaren F1. So, I think the McLaren F1 beats the Wally's car as these. <laughs> that was a hell of a setup, just to say something really obvious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do not know what it is. Should I pull this. up a picture of the McLaren F1, or do people know what that looks like? Everybody knows what the McLaren okay, F1 fine. looks like. However... Could you pull up a picture of an Austin Allegro? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I suppose it's not or a much. Morris Marina. No, Austin Allegro will work. Yes, because I want to also pull up some of their other offerings that might give a Lolly's car a run for its money. I'm so excited to see Austin Allegro on the big screen. Oh. Ooh, look at it. It's so It's red. more aerodynamic in reverse. I do remember that episode of Top Gear. It's still loading here. They made it for nine years. This is nine years of people wanting to buy that. How many did, How many could they have possibly sold nine years? I bet Wikipedia probably has this for us. They sold... Oh, they definitely did not say. Oh, oh. You pressed the wrong button. Uh, I pinched too hard. 642,350 Allegros were made. So basically, in ten years, they made almost as many cars as. As they sell F-150s in a day. As I say, as uh, Renault made Renault fours in two years of production. <laughs> it's so probably better <laughs> to put that in French perspective, just yes. to piss off all the British people. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the French have done done us, eh? All right. So um, I cannot. My computer's still frozen. I, oh. I don't know what's ha- I don't know what's happening after uh, this. Let me let me 
uh, switch over here. So we have Sweden one, so Belgium one, and England one. Correct. Yep. So we've got Sweden. We have Belgium. We have England. And that's the end of World Cup of Cars. That is fantastic, at least for today. Don't well, worry. There well, yeah, more. yeah, yeah, more. But um, for today. After yes. that, it's interesting engineering, which is my topic today. Yes, it is your topic. I want to talk about the Fiat FIRE, fully integrated robotized engine, also known as multi-air. That's their... That's their variable valve timing. We'll call it their variable valve timing, but it also does lift. VVTI. VVTLI. VVT which is actually a thing. Yeah. Uh, that was on the 2ZZ. But anyway, this is different. I'm pulling up... Ryan can't see it, but I'm pulling up on the uh, screen share here. It is a diagram showing a 16-valve fire engine. It's showing just one cylinder of it, so you have four valves. You've got two here. These are your, ooh, pardon me, intake. And then the two here are the exhaust. The exhaust valves are directly actuated. Oh, sorry, that's backward. These are intake. That's exhaust. The exhaust valves are directly actuated by the camshaft, so it's a fixed profile, not variable valve timing. However, you see on the top of that same exhaust camshaft, there's a third lobe, which fires a roller follower, which pushes hydraulic fluid into a small electric solenoid. And what that thing does is it regulates how much hydraulic fluid gets pushed into these two little actuators for the intake valves. And to put that in layman's terms is it allows you to completely, infinitely, variably adjust the duration and the lift of the intake valves because there's no inherent mechanical connection. It's all done with hydraulic oil. That's really cool. It seems more like a Citroën thing to do than it. A is, it seems incredibly French. And it's because there's Italian. other ways to do that. But, but honestly, this system, like you figure the Italians did this, it's going to break. That's they have that, not had a failure of the fire system. That is shocking. It's, it's super reliable. It makes really snarly noises because you don't need a throttle body because they can regulate does, the valve Does lift. Fiat own any French brands? Not to my knowledge. Fiat okay. Chrysler, I don't think they do. I was say, like, they should. They, told, well, I was they say, should have like, just bought Renault. Yeah, they probably should. But uh, Charles.pojo at Citroen.com. <laughs> <laughs> I was to say, uh, no, because that seems like something that a French would do. And if there's a French person making that, I'd be a lot more inclined to want to own it. But yeah, but I mean, I've, I've got, I've had, sorry. Please I've, stop. I've had a couple, I'm sorry. I've had a couple of cars that have this system. All the 500s in the US have it. All the Abarths have it. The uh, 4C we were talking about last episode, that has it. Um, These are all cars the that. Fiat 124, which I will own soon, has it. These are all cars that have many issues, but not any of them are the engine. The itself. engine is just totally solid. God so. damn it! Of course, of course that happened. I know. The good news is Corey just arrived back with my keys and my van mostly intact. I I mean they must have gotten back. I, I, I saw, don't see the van, but I saw I saw the van drive by. Oh okay, that is a very unique, um, that is a very unique vehicle. Oh, Jenny, you're the best. And my girlfriend brought burger lunch. How sweet of her. That was very, very nice. Thank you. It's a Taco Bell box, which means it's going to be excellent no matter what. And on that bombshell, I think unless you have anything else to talk about, Ryan, I'm going to put a bunch of Taco Bell in my face all. Yeah, because well, we, we usually try to cut them short, but we both have to get going because i got to put a drive shaft in Cressa, and you have to do your thing. Yeah, I've had a long day. So. Yeah. Okay, cool. I will see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. <laughs>